For provocative and entertaining discussions, to the Talk My Credo podcast. Y'all, we are back in this thing. Welcome to another episode of the Talk My Credo Podcast. I'm your boy Dante here with my fam in the building, Nasu Naru. The head of the table is here. KT is up in the building. KT, how you doing, girl? It's another Monday. It is. It is. And I'm doing good. And you're doing good. That's what's up. That is great to hear. Great to hear. Nas, my guy. What's you know, going I found on? I'm the cure for my sickness. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. Uh, everything is good. Um, can't complain. My 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 eyes a little messed up. Uh, my my one of my dreadlocks got stuck in my eye when I was sleeping. So. Oh no. Yeah, it's just scratched up my corner, so I didn't have to take some little medication. I got these little shades on, but I'm 100 percent though. We here. Okay. We working. What's up? That's what's up. That's what's up. Glad everything is good. I'm I'm still trying to convince my wife to let me grow mines out. She said it was it's too late for me. And <laughs> but I don't think so. Like it's never too late. I was like, it's never too late to dream. So Yo, listen, man. Hold then did it out of nowhere. That's I don't all you're gonna be doing is what... dreaming. See, that's that's cool, but but I'm 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 with Nas. See, exactly. Like, and I ain't even trying to get like Hove, Hove got the Haitian joints. <laughs> like, uh, you know, Hove was Haitian. Hove is a Basquiat right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Actually, yes. Uh, I, I will actually believe that, like, seriously believe that. That's definitely Basquiat vibes. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But man, man, man. So we, we got a, a a very interesting episode going on. So yes. um, I, I've been to the movies quite a bit. Uh-oh. Okay. Um, you know, like, you know, wifey and I, yes, including you too, wifey's like, not me. Okay, so here's the story. Here's the story. Right. <laughs> I went to the movies by myself one time. One time. I okay. went to see Ant-Man. Right? The the new one with Jonathan Majors and I, I didn't right. think she wanted to see the Ant-Man. You want to see Ant-Man? You know? And, right. I. So let me go see. It was my day off. I am chilling. Let me get out the house. So then I just went to see Ant Man, and it was eh, you know, and it it wasn't a movie that I'd be like, all right, let me take my wife on a date to see this movie. You know, it was for the nerd types. You know, MCU, the Marvel Universe, and all that stuff. And honestly, I just wanted to see Jonathan Major to see how he was in the movie. You know, he's the bad guy, Uh, and I believe he plays a very, very, very good bad guy. And it and it was cool. The movie was cool. Yeah, it was alright. Something yeah, you go see at eleven o'clock in the morning. It's not like something you take you know your girl to. You know, <laughs> I went to see that. Alright, so Ed Man, it was cool. Um, then we saw uh Creed. 
We saw Creed this past weekend. And have, have you guys seen Creed? No, I have not. I tried to rip it off my, uh, my fire stick. It ain't work for me yet. Okay. All right, cool. So I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll give a, a spoiler-free little mini review. The movie's pretty good. In my opinion, I think this is the best Creed of the three. Even though, you know, I, I do have my criticisms. I feel like it was rushed. A lot of stories and plot points were kind of rushed through because the movie was less than two hours long. And I was like, oh, and so there, there was a lot of things that happened that happened really fast. But what you really wanted to see Michael B. Jordan and Jonathan Majors box, you got to see them box. Um, I felt the story was a little rushed. Uh, it just like everything just happened so fast. All for one moment, Jonathan Majors out of jail and in 30 minutes, he's getting a heavyweight title fight. And I'm like, wait a minute. You know, what happened? You <laughs> know, <laughs> what happened? And that's all the spoilers I'm, I'm going to give. But Thought it was really good. Again, um, I would say, for me personally, it's probably the best I've seen Michael B. Jordan act because it was, it was a lot of dramatizations up in there. Thought it was really good. Jonathan Majors did his thing. Um, but the bigger overarching thing is Michael B. Jordan in general because the, the, the storyline is honestly not even about the movie, even though it was a, a pretty good movie really solid movie. Um, right. You're talking about Michael B. Jordan when, you know, have y'all seen the clip of he's on the red carpet premiere of the movie and he runs into a chick that went to high school or middle school. Well, anyway, went to school together and she was like, oh, we mm. go way back. And he was like, oh, you're talking about the corny kid, right? You know, y'all call me corny. Yeah. And, um, and that sparked a whole debate. They figure who was right, who was wrong. The girl was clout chasing. Nah, Michael B. Jordan. Nah, he was being a dick and he shouldn't have did that. And because he did that, that's what actually makes him corny. So we're going to, we're going to peel back a mini Michael B. Jordan onion a little bit because, and I'm going to start with Nas cause that's Jersey. That's big Jersey. You know, it. You know, so, it. You know, you know it. You seen the clip? Yes. Is Michael B. Yes, Jordan corny? So, all right, let me uh, let me give you a long winded response. Uh, first of all, uh, this man is from Newark, New Jersey. Now, um, there is someone that is on this uh, panel who almost, kinda, but denied in a friendly way, dated his sister. I wouldn't, even, I wouldn't even say I dated his sister. I would say that his sister thought that this acne, well-dressed, 16, 17-year-old geek named Nassua from University High School thought he was a pretty cool guy. Whatever. But I'm, but I'm bringing her and her dope-ass family up for a reason. They lived on this, this cut block in the Weekway section. And in this time in the Weekway section, that was... I would say the better section of Newark, one of the better sections. Um, but they live in a cut. Like it was some like it's like five nice houses, and it was one of them. All right. And I'm saying all that to make a point. Michael B. Jordan and his family were never hood. I'm about to bring that why why I'm about to tell you why I bring that up in a second. So the sister, the one that said what she said, Miss uh, I believe Lorai or Loray. So realistically. She's not the one that called him corny. Her co-host did. Co-host yes. said he was she, he he just comes off corny. 
He looks like the fact that he date white women makes him corny. What Lorai, I believe that's the way she uh, pronounces her name. Her I, singing I, I name. think it's L'Oreal or something like, like the makeup brand. It's, yeah, but it's the I on the end though. But it's not so it's not yeah. L'Oreal. It's L'Oreal. Oh yes, yes, yes. That works. But but fine. <laughs> yeah. But so so here's the thing about it. So she's a singer from New York City, parents moved from New York to Maplewood. So I have no other choice but to assume that they have some type of money. Maplewood is not the hood in, in Essex County, New Jersey, okay? They got like they got like a, a small little block of, of like, you know, uh-huh. of the regular, but it's, it's good housing over there. With all that being said, she said to Michael B. Jordan in high school that, um, I don't know why you come in here with your headshots, uh, you're not like this is the hood. Like, why are you coming into Arts High, a school of the arts where people go to act and dance and sing and model and do cosmetics? The the man came with his headshot. Y'all said things about him. Now, here's the thing about Nork that I feel bad about. I'm pretty sure all those people at Arts High were jealous because unlike them that wanted to be actors or models or all that good stuff in entertainment the man was already working on all my children like this is a real deal child star okay like mickey rourke you know what i mean like uh what's what's the uh the white sister drew barrymore yeah, yeah, okay yeah. michael michael b jordan is in that discussion okay this ain't just the kid from the wire he was on all my children first all right he was on daytime television hey you want a math class tomorrow no I'm going to be hanging out with Shamar more tomorrow. Relax, you Everything is fine. So I never see, see this man as necessarily corny. I mean, corny now in 2023 is like, like corny is the new cool now. But realistically, I still don't want to be called corny. I was called corny before. Uh, some woman on Facebook just jumped out and was like, oh, my God, I can't believe this guy got back on Facebook. I, she ain't say my name, but I know what it is. And it's funny because when I see her on the street, I'd be like, I'd get on my mic would be Jordan. Oh, what's Hadia? What's up? She'd be like, oh, hey, ain't the song. What's up? I said, Hadia, Hadia, how are you? You remember? Do, do y'all remember? Do y'all remember who I am? Cause cause Hadia remember who I am. She, I'm the corny guy. Look, look at <laughs> look at that. Look, look, like look, I mean, I look like sex right now. Like, what's going on? I just hopped out. <laughs> Fresh off the condom. Corny, huh? What's up? How you doing? How's everything? Still cheating on yours? What's up? Talk to me. You know, I'm just, I'm being rude. I'm trolling. So because you don't want to hear that, because realistically, when women say that, that energy travels. It's like yes. telephone. You know what I mean? So because it's a whole thing now where women are just like, that's why that's why uh, Lori Harvey dropped them and everything. I'm like, yo, y'all don't even know this man. Like, we all have things that make us cool. We have some things that make us uncool. We're just people. We're individuals. So that's my take on that. I thought it was very, like, I don't want to call it rude. It's the thing where, and I know we're going to get into Chris Rock later, but the only thing I will say to defend the sister is, you know, I don't think that she took, like, a dig at him. It was just, like, this is how I looked at this guy in high school. But she didn't bring no positive to it. And I think in today's world, it's like, if you're going to talk about people, please bring up some positive. Don't just say Kevin Hart is this cheating uh, 
narcissistic, blah, blah, blah. Say that this man is the face of Netflix. Then say he's a narcissistic man who cheated on his right. wife. That's what they want now in these days. So I, I respect that. Absolutely. So, so KT, mm-hmm. there's, you know, I would, I would love the wisdom of a woman here because, you know, there, there's this, people have doubled down. Like, yeah, actually, yeah, he is corny. He is corny. And, and what he did on the red carpet, that was some, that's why he's corny. And, and then the idea or the concept of, well, normally women give the, the corny tag of name to those who aren't hood, who aren't street dudes, who aren't the bad boys, if you will, then you are corny and that's used as a pejorative, so to speak. It's not, it's not a positive thing, right? So, you know, just from your take, do you think he was corny? Do you think she was corny? And does, does he fit that belief as far as what goes on in our community? <clears throat> If you ain't street, if you ain't you ain't the bad boys, if you ain't the thug niggas, then oh, there's my YouTube monetization. And then, <laughs> and well, what do you think about it? Well, um, I always dated the corny niggas, so I mean, the ones that were considered corny, the ones who were not hood, the ones who were not into the same things as most other dudes. I mean, that, that's, that's who I dated. So, I mean, I don't, it's not corny to me, you know, but I feel like he had a petty moment. He felt some type of way. He remembered it. And when she came up to him or whatever and wanted to say, we go way back, he was like, oh, okay. (laughs) He felt some type of way. Apparently that stick stuck with him. Everybody got a a petty moment where they, you know, they run into somebody and somebody, you know, back then you didn't want me. Now I'm hot y'all on me kind of thing, you know, Uh and it's like, oh, okay, now you want to act like we cool. (laughs) But I remember what you said, you know, kind of thing. You know, everybody has those moments and he's human. You know, he had a moment. He's a he's he's a man with a star on the Hollywood, the Hollywood strip now. Walk of Fame, yep, that's right, that's right. And, 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 I feel you. I, I just want to piggyback off you for one quick second because what's wrong with Petty? Especially if it's due. I love What's Petty. wrong with Petty? Petty, yo, it makes sense. Like, seriously, like, 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 if the Petty cost $3.35 and I gave you $5, I'm getting change back. Like, I, it's the Petty. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I want it. Give it, no, you, do you want your change? Of course I want my dollar, whatever. Give it to me. What's wrong with you? I'm here for the petty. Because here's the thing. One more thing. Do you know this sister who is supposed to be a singer, but she probably won't have a singing career, is on a national, I wouldn't call it syndicated because it's not on regular TV, but it's a national radio program. Mm-hmm. Like this woman gets paid and I had to check out because I'm like, hold up, this woman went to Arts High? She went to Arts High? And then when I saw the resume, like um, her bio, rather, she's from New York City. Her parents moved to Maplewood. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. They groom her. They go into art. Like, Arts High, for those who don't know, Tisha Campbell, okay? Like, you know what I mean? Arts High is that is is it in North. Like, yeah. you go to Arts High yeah. and, yeah, like, yeah, that's all I'm going to say. You know yeah. what I mean? It's yeah. the place of the arts. The dude still, that that uh play, well, he plays still. Um, What's that movie? Juice. Ah. Okay. He went to Arts High. 
So it's it's you know it's I mean? legit. It's, absolutely legit. It's legit. I mean, for, for for Newark, you know, what I mean, let's let's not, you know, let's say Juilliard. Let's not do that. You but, know what I mean? But, but true, but, but true. But at, at the but, same time, it right. still deserves its respect. That it is respect. No, it, it, it definitely and, do. Yeah. I mean, it do, and, and it's it's like yo, this system right here, and this is why I'm 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 jealous. Where I'm like, dag, yo, I went to University High, which is arts high rival, because our University High School is supposed to be the geeks, the nerds, the smarty art people, and arts is the artsy people. And when I got 21, I was like, hold up, I'm supposed to be in arts with the RC people. I'm RC. But anyway, long story short, yo, like, this woman is on a radio show. Like, that's supposed to be me. All right? Like, I'm sorry. Like, I done seen her content. I seen what she talk about. I see how she go about it. I mean, no disrespect. I can put Keisha there. I can put KT there, and it'd be no problem. Mm-hmm. Like, it, I, don't, I, don't, I don't like that. You know what I mean? I just, and, and I wouldn't even say that she's clout chasing. It's just more of she's on a gossip program. Right. Like if y'all watch this stuff, this is the this is the type of content that they come off of. You know what I mean? Like to call Michael B. Jordan corny got everything that they actually wanted. The yep. problem is that what she got out of it, will it get her, and I hate to say that I want her to be, but will it get her to st- like stop doing radio? And it probably won't. Yeah, like, I don't I, think I'm so. Sorry. It goes back to what happened last episode. We was talking about how a lot of these YouTubers, these uh, content creators, podcasters, personalities, they in here like this. Yeah, like this. Yeah, like, yeah, like Michael B. Jordan, like, and then she said, like, and I said, like, you know, said that Michael B. Jordan was like, nah, trolling. Feel me? And that got 10,000 views. Yes. And it's like, wow, yeah. Because I, I took some time to do a little homework as well. And honestly, that's that's the conclusion I came to. I was like, oh, okay. So I, I went I went to the wrong, you know, I was in the wrong area or, or something. But all that depends. I can see both sides. Of, I completely agree. Mm-hmm. Had a little petty moment. You know, like, nah, don't, don't start with the, oh, we go way back. No, we don't go way back. I just know you from, you know, from, uh, you know, we went to the, the school together, you know, it's it's like it's like when you went to school and now again I'm, I'm speaking for the guys here it's like you know you was in school it was that one that that thought you was the corny dude or you, you're not the cool dude but then you know fast forward 10 plus years and doing pretty good for yourself and they not but all of a sudden they come you know i always had to crush you i always liked you no no you didn't no you didn't because i remember mm-hmm. what you i remember what you were saying back then so no no use have a nice life god bless you be well grace and peace and so <laughs> hey, yo. grace and peace be unto you from our father <laughs> so it's that it's that energy and I, I didn't think it was overly petty he kind of hopped in and hopped right back out i was like oh the corny kid right that's that's you all right cool what you got and then they went on with exactly. the interview. But then it was the mm-hmm. at the very end where she was like, "Where well, you're not corny anymore," and he gave it a look like, "Bitch." <laughs> of course, I'm not. <laughs> like, what like, you like mean? everyone knows. Yeah, like, of course, everyone knows I'm not corny. Uh, what are you talking about? You know, I, I, I thought it was if, funny. Anybody is corny now that I'm looking at it. Lori Harvey, because she's walking around with Snowfall, and Snowfall is happy like he about to be in love, and I'm over Listen. here like, did you not read the play? <laughs> You didn't read the play? Did you not read nope. the play? 
Like, yo, when Lori Harvey come to you, you don't even you don't even put no pictures with her. You know what's about to happen. Just let it happen. When she's ready to go, you tell her, listen, you need an Uber? Right. That's it. Just have the Uber ready. That's it. That, that's, that's all you need to do. I have all I'm saying hey. is, look, we already have wide noses. I didn't think our noses could get any wider, but oh, man. Oh, man. The, that, that, that man's nose is wide. All his videos, he's showing all 32s, all brand new veneers clapping like a seal just happy he's just happy right now and yeah i don't i don't i try to stay now if if i were to say anything's corny uh you know that's all that's, <laughs> that's all you know what I'm <laughs> cream five talking about some you come <laughs> he will definitely be on, on cream five absolutely he will definitely be on cream five and Yep, and, and the storyline is you you stole my girl back back in this day. <laughs> you stole my girl, and and now I want to box you. Yep, that's I know what you did last summer. First of all, it was in a snowfall. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and throughout this movie, there's going to be nothing but a bunch of corny references and one liners, just like that. Yeah, just like yes. did I meet you in the yes. summer? Nah, I think it was the snowfall. And it was a yeah, see. So another thing that has jumped off of this Michael B. Jordan thing is the Michael B. Jordan challenge. Have you guys heard of this? No. <laughs> the, no. The Michael B. Jordan. Oh, is challenge. that the little the people doing all of this in the nah, videos? Nah, it's um it, it started with Gilly <laughs> and his stupid ass. What he okay. what he did was was talking about listen i, I wish I, i'm a practice and i'm gonna do a gilly impression because he's just hilarious to me with his facial expressions but basically he's like mm-hmm. listen what you need to do fellas this is how uh you need to test your girl so you'd be like hey babe they said michael b jordan is the sexiest man alive and you wait and see what her response is and if her response is anything other than you know, basically saying you're the sexiest man alive, then she for the streets. And they have all these <laughs> videos. Yeah. They they're showing all yeah. these videos of these dudes trying this. And I have yet to see one who has quote unquote passed this challenge. <laughs> they, they either say no, he's not, and they'll say, nah, so and so, so and so the sexiest man. And they go off and they be sitting at <laughs> the camera with the with the mean mug. I was like, oh no. I was like, this this Michael B. Jordan challenge is gonna ruin some relationships on this Monday. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh. And I'm scared. I will not try it on my wife. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> I will not try it. No, you don't want the truth. Don't even do I, it to yourself, I, sir. Nope. Mm-mm. I'm 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 smart to know to avoid the pain. Uh <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll take the blue pill. Um so with all that being said, we, we got to deal with a few more sound bites before we get into the um, the main course because we, we got to dissect this Chris Rock thing. Uh, but before we get into that, there has been um, just some comedians that was providing content because, again, that's the name of the game. You got to get that clip out. And, oh, boy, did they get this clip out. So. It, it doesn't even really matter who these people are, but it's is what they were talking about. It, it poses a larger conversation 
that we've been trying to figure out for at, at least a few generations now. So I'm just going to play this clip and I just want you guys to take a listen and then we're going to see see what this what they're talking about. Check it out. Did you try it even yet? No, I'm not going to do it. Well, you're just at, you're just anti I'm not leg washes. I'm not going to wash my legs and feet. You think that's just a black people thing? Clearly. Well, and he's the only one here who took the day off. <laughs> washes his legs and feet. No, I, I don't think it's a black thing. I think using a washcloth is for poor people, but yeah. I don't think that washing your legs and feet is for black people. I agree. I think the washcloth is a poor person um, thing. Because I, I, I've only met poors who use them. I've, I've never. All right. <laughs> so we call them poors. The poors. He only yo. knows poors, and he was like, "Listen, the only black person that work on this show." Who took the day off? He's the only one here that washes his arms and feet and, and legs and stuff. Legs so, and feet. Legs and feet, yes. Wow. So, um, KT, um, react. They, they said washcloths the is a black people thing. What do Actually, it's not a black people thing. What do you use? What do you use? Me specifically? That's what I want to know. What oh. does, no, what do they use? And why oh. don't you watch, wash your legs and feet? Y'all be the main ones in flip-flops year-round. <laughs> getting dirt all in between your toes and your feet be black and stuff. <laughs> you need to wash your feet. <laughs> wash thing on feet. This don't make no sense to me. Oh, man. But, but okay, here's, here's, here's what they're and saying. And Jesus though. sandals saying... year round, doggone it. Them Birkenstocks, yes. them Jesus sandals, uh -huh. they be wearing them year round. What what they and said? The feet they, be black covered by the dirty, covered by the blood of Jesus, and it's Jesus that makes them clean. Won't He make you clean? They inside. said clean inside. He didn't say nothing about the outside. <laughs> but of nothing course, about we, the outside. We've seen plenty of clips. In the last couple of years, actually, where, you know, they say, well, I just. I just let the, the water, let just, the water run down, yeah, just the dirty the water, water run, down. run down, wash my hair, I'll wash my face. And then as I'm washing the soap and then the soap just flows down. So and that's that's a shower, you know. Head, head and shoulders. Um. I, Leave out the knees and toes, apparently. <laughs> so, yeah, we come on. So now. that let's not turn this into a hygiene show. So Y'all terrible. Th that is that. So I, I was just, I was just trying to figure out. I, I know these particular what, people. What they be using loofahs? Is that that's is that the rich people thing? Lo loofahs? I, I, I don't think so. What? I don't think so. I don't think they. they I don't do think they use anything. I think it's just you know they use the soap whatever that salt may be, they're, they're rubbing on the main areas and then let the residual or excess, whatever flows down. And yeah, that, that's, that's it. Mm -mm. That's it. Mm -mm. And you are poor. That's nasty. You are a poor. That's what he said. You are a poor. <laughs> if you go that extra mile, you washing your arms and elbows and legs and your feet. Your feet? Okay. Right. I'll be that. I'll be poor, but I'll be clean. 
you be? Thank you. <laughs> They're just saying using using rags is 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 poor. Yeah, just using wash uh, rags. Uh, period. So yeah, that's what they. Uh, I thought it was just the use of wash rags because I because we know you know cultural differences. They don't. Cool. They don't. But they use their hand. Yeah, the, yeah, just straight hand soap to to body. Hand is soap. Yeah, and but. We we've also has come have come to the discovery that you know the uh, arms and legs and feet aren't really targeted either. It's just it's 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 the torso area, head. I, I'm not sure about the neck, but head, chest, nether region. That's it. Hopefully, the nether region. That's I it. hope that yeah, I'm, I'm I'm kind of hoping it goes that that far down, but um, I I do know torso. I'm concerned though. I don't know torso, but you know they might let the soap run down to that too. I don't know. Well, true. Um, I, I would imagine that it would hit that hit that area before it goes down to the legs. But I, I thought it was really funny. Now, here's the thing that also disgusts me. And yes, okay, I'm I'm a, I'm a serious it out for the next twenty seconds. It's because for me, this is why I stay inside because I'm not a drumophobe, but at the same time, people are nasty. And I work, and where I work is a prime example. Of course, I work at the post office, so it's basically a warehouse of thirty to fifty people, depending on who doesn't call out that day. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and so just walk into the bathroom every single urinal and toilet has piss and, and crap in it nobody flushes the toilet nobody washes their hands but yet they are, they are always on each other ha ha hands on back slapping ha ha all up in each other's faces packages. and hmm. you know Wearing again your flip flops, flip flops is like you know, like you said, and it makes me wonder like, aren't y'all like a lot of these people, best to be Christians? Like, aren't you Christians? Like, I, what about Jesus washed this? Jesus washed other me. people's feet. Why don't you wash your own? And I, that's that's all I'm saying. But all I'm saying, like, people are nasty. <laughs> that's like, people are people are really nasty, and so I'm just I, I'm just tired. Like today. I'm working and it's a Monday. So it was the heaviest day of the week. And I'm throwing close to 2000 packages um, in about three hours. And yeah, I was feeling it. And I go to the bathroom and I promise you every, the, the urinal and all the toilets, all of them filled with, uh, with, with, with pee. And I'm like, do anybody know how to flush the toilet, flush the toilet. If you pee and you finish, Flush the toilet, then wash your hands. I was in the bathroom not too long ago. A guy comes in, takes a crap, and he gets up and walks straight out. I said, no, no, he didn't. Did I just walk straight out? I left everything in that toilet, just got up, walked out. I said, nah, I got to get out of here. So I need y'all to listen, share, um, Follow, subscribe, whatever you need to do, because this supports us. Get me out of the post office, because I can't, I can't deal with these nasty people. All right, so <laughs> just can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it, man. Get me out of this post office, man. 
Help me. Nigga. Help me. (laughs) (laughs) So, hi. Oh, man. It it was just, that's just funny to me. All right. So, listen. Uh, Speaking of comic, another one has come out with uh, some opinions of his, but it landed him in much, 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 much hotter water uh, where he basically just got canceled. So, the comic artist, Dilbert, has anybody either read, seen, or familiar with the Dilbert comic that's that's in the newspapers? When I was 13, yeah, there was the, 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 cubicle, yeah. the office cubicle uh, comic strip with uh, the young man Dilbert and his dog, Darbert. Yep. So, yeah. you know, it, it, it was kind of nostalgic for me. I was like, oh, was that dude? You know, I really didn't care who the owner was. But I was like, oh, yeah, I, I recognize the comic. I've seen it from time to time. But the creator had... I like yeah, Charlie Brown. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> good comic so, stuff right there. That's right. <laughs> Charlie Kathy. Brown. Oh, Kathy, I remember Kathy. I do. Mm-hmm. Kathy for the women, for the women. My, my great aunt, who was like 170, <laughs> loved Kathy. 170 <laughs> <Really>? though. <laughs> 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 she. <laughs> you said it was such a straight face. That's the such a straight face. The point is, America, she yes, was old. Yes, That's all. Yes. <laughs> you um, so the, uh, the the backstory to this is Scott Adams. He uh, <laughs> he read a poll by. Um, let me see if I can find the the actual <laughs> the actual stuff here. Uh, but he read a conservative poll, which I, I guess that's all that really matters. But now, where they interviewed one hundred black people, and they asked one hundred black people, "Are you okay with the following statement? It is okay to be white, right?" They asked a hundred people. If they were okay with the statement, it is okay to be white. 53 of those 100 said, nah, I don't, I don't think so because that's, that has racist undertones, they believed. And so he saw this poll and he decided to react to this poll and he goes on this rant. We're going to play this rant. And then we're going to um, laugh, and then we're going to react to it. So, all right, check this out. So, if if you know nearly half of all blacks uh, are not okay with white people, according to this poll, not according to me, according to this poll, uh, that's a hate group. That's a hate group, and I don't want to have anything to do with them. And I would say, you know, based on the current way things are going. The best advice I would give to white people is to get the hell away from black people. Just get the fuck away. Wherever you have to go, just get away. Because there's no fixing this. This can't be fixed. Right, this can't be fixed. You just have to escape. So that's what I did. I went to a neighborhood where, you know, I have a very low black population. Because unfortunately, there, you know, there's a high correlation between the density. And this is according to Don Lemon, by the way. 
Um, so here I'm just quoting Don Lemon when, when he notes that the, when he lived in a uh, mostly black neighborhood, there were a bunch of problems that he didn't see in white neighborhoods. So even Don Lemon sees a big difference in your own quality of living based on where you live and who's there. So I, I think it makes no sense whatsoever as a uh, white citizen of America to try to help black citizens anymore. It doesn't make sense. It's no longer a rational impulse. And so I'm, I'm going uh, to back off from being helpful to black America because it doesn't seem like it pays off. Like, I've been doing it all my life, and I've been the only outcome is I, be, I get called a racist. That's the only outcome. <laughs> it makes no sense to help black Americans if you're white. Uh, the, the, it's over. Don't, don't even think it's worth trying. Totally not trying. And... All right. There we go. So... <laughs> you didn't expect that today, did you? So, <laughs> he continues on for about another minute, but you basically got the gist of what he's saying. So, after, after he posted this, now, of course most if not all of the newspaper outlets that carried his comic dropped him um other sponsorships and so on and so forth went on and cut ties and then he comes back where he tries to walk it back but he's like no they took my words out of context i lied to you not they misconstrued my words they took it out of context and i don't deserve to be canceled like this i am not a racist I'm not racist. I love all people. <laughs> he basically said all lives matter and I don't deserve what has happened to me. Uh, cancel culture is bad. Uh-huh. So. <laughs> but you was about to just cancel all black people for one thing. You pretty much said cancel all black people if you're white. <laughs> That's pretty much what well, you said. <laughs> That's what you said. Uh, he he said um he said black people are a hate group. <laughs> you don't even know what the definition of a hate group is. He said that's a hate group. <laughs> Not just like I was just stuck on that. Like, well, if fifty three percent you know what well, and, and it's literally fifty three people, they only asked one hundred black people. And you know, you you know how they love to make a small group of black people represent the whole like however this person has they are we are all ambassadors of black people and uh Mm -hmm. oh well if they don't agree with this statement it's okay to be white that makes them a hate group what are you (laughs) now let's read the definition of what a hate group is how about that Okay? okay okay a hate group is a social group that advocates and practices hatred hostility or violence toward members of a race ethnicity nation, religion, gender, gender identity, sexual orientation, or any other designated sector of society. I like this side of K2. I know, me too. This is dope. So, yes. So, this, this is we're asking 53 pe- 100 people and 53 people made a comment they weren't comfortable with that, that statement and that's a hate group. Survey says? Yep. And, and all of a sudden, all black people are a hate group. Yep, that's what he said. It's best for them 
to get away, run away. It's like the walking dead, get away, run away because it's over. There's no saving this basically saying what we always known these, uh, and I'm, I'm not even going to mention or go in on white conservatives. Cause I did enough for the last episode, but basically this is that dog whistle. You are under attack. You are not safe. Get away, get away. And then they conflate. Well, there's problems in black neighborhoods that you don't see in white neighborhoods. Yeah. That can be very, very, very easily explained, but we won't get into that. Won't get into that. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to laugh a little bit and, um, and Nas. So, um, I think there's a spot for us. We can, we can fill that Dilbert slot and we can, we can, we can take over. I mean, what do you think? Yeah, we can call it Blackbird. You yep. already know. Uh-huh. Just see what's yep. up. Yeah, get a, instead, of, instead of this uh, this little small terrier that they have, of course, we'll get the pit. We'll get a Black Rockwaller. Uh-huh. We'll, uh-huh. sure, we'll make sure he or she talks. You know what I'm saying? And uh, we won't have it in an office cubicle. We'll have an event space. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. We'll have it in an event Facts. space. We here to throw parties, have a good time, get this bread. You feel me? <laughs> No, you know what? I, you know something? I am going to, I'm going to be nice to white people about uh-huh. this. White America, I, I, I see it in a, I'm going to say a sarcastic way that you do want to see some type of change. It's sarcasm behind it. And what I mean by sarcasm, I'm talking about pure bitterness, okay? It's, you don't really want to do it, but it's like, dag, yo, they really here. Like, they're here, here. Like, yeah, of course we are here. We're, we're like, we're here. They, like, we're not going anywhere. So we're going to work together. We're going to have these great ideas around each other. We're going to build. Quinta Brunson, no, and no disrespect to the sister, if it ain't for white men, she wouldn't have Abbott Elementary. Right. Put it out right. there. You all right? So we're going to work together. Listen, no black person necessarily read Dilbert in the first place. Right. All right? We just know right. about it because just like every white person that has some money and is known for something, you got to do it first. That's all. You right now are going to put your Dilbert line, your your comic book strip, on your subscription page on YouTube. This is according to CNN Business. Like, yo, look at that opportunity. You already made Dilbert one of the greatest comic uh, comic strip characters alive. Of course, you don't need national attention in order to just get at least a hundred to two hundred thousand people to go check your stuff right. out. We as black Americans, and I'm not even talking about brown people, I'm talking about black Americans, strictly us. Like, matter of fact, just like this podcast we're on right now, the Talk My Credo podcast. I always say this stuff, but I say it because I mean it. With the format, the setting, the personalities, all of that, why can't this podcast have 5,000, 6,000, 7, 18, 18, 19, 21,000 views per episode? You know what I'm saying? Like, why... Why are we going through this mud that Dilbert never had to go through in the early and late 90s? And it's because you're white. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's because you're white. It's, 
it's the territory. It is the uh, no disrespect to, uh, to 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 the to the show. It is your credo. You know what I'm saying? Like this is yours. We know it's not necessarily yours, but by the system that y'all created, this is yours. So I just wish that the white people again. I always say this on your show: the white people that are cool with the black and brown people that are in this that's in this country, the Chinese and Japanese people that's in this country. Like you're gonna have to talk to your homies, talk to your mans, let them know. Like, listen, we don't want Dilbert, we don't want your show. We want our own right. show. We want Moesha. We want right. Brandy. Make Moesha a comic book, a big, make it a comic strip, and we're going to support it. That's all. That's all I want to say to that because it's yeah, like it's, it's just regular ignorant stuff. And yes, you're right. It's a dog whistle, and he's probably the guy who uh, Trump got to email all the white people to let them know, like, yo, we doing something on January six. <laughs> be there or be square. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> but but still, it's. I don't know, man. It's just it's just very sad that we go it through really that, man, is. for real, for real. Like, it, it's totally- it really is just the, and, and, the disconnect. And, and, yeah. Like, the yes. disconnect to where that's the conclusion you jump to. Like, and, and it's free speech. Has he been doing the hell black people all his life? That's, a good that's what I want to know. Well, I mean, he was sitting there talking about, I've been helping black people all my life and now I'm going to stop. What were you doing? Please tell me because, what good because what good probably, were you doing for the black folks? Please tell me. He probably looked at it exactly the way we're talking about it. Like it's help. Not not a cohesive thing. It's help. I was just talking to a temp agency today that was talking about how they're looking for help. Not employees. Help. Uh-huh. Like you're the help. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's still these small words, and people still want to show some type of authority, power over you, that let's be honest. Like, yo, I live in Newark, New Jersey. Ain't nothing but black and brown people here. Like, realistically, when I'm off work, I don't even know no type of control. Like, what are you talking about? You really think you run something? Come to Newark and hang out with me after work. Just chill with me for the next two hours. See how small you really are because you'll be the only Caucasian just running around talking about I love North. You know what I'm saying? Nobody will even understand what you got going on. And that's why he tells you to get away from black people so you can feel safe. Feel safe. And of course, that, that that's what he means when he says he had because he was he's 65 years old, born in 1957. So Baby that, that tells me that he was seven or eight years old. He had seven or eight years during the time where we weren't equal. Mm-hmm. Now that's not to say that, you know, in the next 56 years that you may not have, you know, become, you know, educated or enlightened or whatever the case may be, but you're from a time where society practiced a lot of different things that it seemed from this, tirade as they call it this diatribe of yours it seemed that uh you held on to that you learned while you was growing up as a child in those times so what what you're saying hey get away from them get away from black people it's over that there's nothing you can do i tried to help them so i washed my hands of the situation that sounds very jim crowish don't you think Mm -hmm. (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) Very Jim Cray. Give me those 
dog whistle, civil war as thing, because that's what they want on the right. They, they, they're just salivating for another civil war. A segregationist Jim Crow type thing, almost as if they want to secede from the country. And that's where mm-hmm. I'm going to segue because, and I'm not even going to spend a lot of time on this particular woman. It's just, you know, I, I saw the correlation there. What he's saying and what this politician is saying is is pretty, hmm, my, my, my eyebrow is raised because I, I recognize him. So Marjorie Taylor Greene, Marjorie Taylor Greene mm-hmm. is the white Candace Owens. Oh no. oh no! Please no! How did she even get on the scene? Like, how did she even? Oh my God! That—that's the point there. That's the punchline. The fact that Marjorie Taylor Greene is a prominent political figure, a prominent Republican conservative figure, tells you everything you need to know about that party. Now, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Um, I like to. I thought Sarah Palin was bad. This chick. No, 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 no. Sarah Palin, compared to Marjorie Taylor Greene, I mean, she. Sarah Palin's Mark Lamont Hill compared to Marjorie Taylor Greene. Yeah, <laughs> well, definitely Mark Lamont. Yeah, yo, perfect. That was perfect. Because I'm just like, she comes out and she and she tweets. We need a national divorce. We need to separate by red states and blue states and shrink the federal government. Everyone I talk to says this from the sick and disgusting woke culture issues shoved down our throats to the Democrats traitorous America last policies. We are done. So people um, with some raised eyebrows as they should was like, what are you talking about? And she doubles down. She says, no, I mean exactly what I say. We want a national divorce. No, I'm not saying civil war, but we just need to separate the country based on red and blue states. And yeah, she calls it a national divorce. I was like, I think they did this one time before in our history. What what was that time? Didn't this happen before? What? I'm living in a state that did it. <laughs> <laughs> South Carolina exactly seceded from the nation. <laughs> like what? <laughs> um, but that's the thing. I don't think she knows this. Does she? Does she know this? Think. Hmm. But yes, yes, she. Um, yes, she wants a national divorce, and so when the Scott Adams says white people, black people are a hate group. You need to get away from them. And then she says, well, we just need a national divorce. Um, We need to separate red states from blue states. Everyone I talk to says this. And I'm like, hmm. Now that tells me if everyone you talk to says this, who is everyone? Who, Who are the people that says this? Ah, you don't even have to tell me. It's the Scott Adams of of the world or the country. And there's a lot of Scott Adams <laughs> running around here. It's a lot of Scott Adams. A oh, lot yeah. of them. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. I, I just thought that was absolutely hilarious because, you know, of, of course, anyway, like these dog whistles is like, I just need y'all to do a little better job. 
that's why I like to swim in those spaces because it's like, oh, this is what y'all talking about. All right, cool. Cool. All right, look. We people have allowed white people, and I say that respectfully, we have allowed white people to, because, you know, look, I, I hate to say this to us black people, don't black because I know I'm, I'm the type, I, I feel like every time I say something, especially if I speak of black people, y'all might think that I'm trying to diss us as a whole, and I'm not. I'm not. I'm just trying to put perspective in what we can do and what we don't do. Because I think that's, that, should, that should be there. I know that we can, we can always talk about how we are mad about white, white, we're mad about the white agenda. We mad about what white people be saying. They don't even know, noticing what they're saying. But here's my thing about all this. Like, yo, why in God's name we're supposed to be the country of the free world? The country that every other country look up to and say, yo, America got this together. Look at them. Look how they dress. They just hanging out. This thing is beautiful. But we have white people where some white people are like, listen, man, there's other people in this country. We're going to make sure that everybody in America gets theirs. Because remember, we were here to make sure the immigrants have a place to stay and be well. Uh And then there's another type of white people that was like, well, the immigrants that we believe should be well are white Germans, white people from Poland, white people from Russia, just basically all the Nordic, Baltic, uh, you know, countries that's over there in Europe. Everyone else, I don't know. And why is it there a white person, even you, uh, President Biden, that is saying like, you know, put the hand down on the desk like, like it's the movies. No, no, that's not the way. It's never that. It's, it's how can we get everybody to get along, even though we're trying to move this country forward? And then while all that's happening, there's only one black person that has their hand up and be like, ain't I a woman? <laughs> like Susan yep. B. Anthony, ain't I a woman? Is um, that's how we are. Yes, yes, yes. Sojourner Truth. But we got you. My apologies. No, thank you. Thank you, KT. Appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? You are Susan, Susan B. Anthony is not even yes. never, we ain't gonna get into that. We're not even get into that. Wow. But 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 the but the point I'm making is that is that one black person that's always in a corner that has to ask a question based on them, not even based on the country and the, like we're not even America. Langston Hughes put a poem out that said, I am I too sing America. The hell you don't. Uh-huh. Not when we had white people sitting there saying we should separate the states and she's saying she know other people that agree. Listen, we know you know other people that agree. We just saw 70 million people disagree with what the country wanted to do when it came to Biden so much that Trump said, before we run it back, let me start some shit up yep. real fast. And for YouTube, I didn't curse. I said, Shh, uh-huh. all right, just want to put that out there. But I'm just saying, you know what I mean? Like, Trump put out the dog whistle of all dog whistles. And the beauty part, I hate the fact that I like Trump. I do, I like him like objectively as a human being because he's he's so funny and lawless. It's two years ago that this happened. 
We're over here talking about him versus DeSantis. Y'all haven't talked about locking them up yet? Nope. And then another thing about it, how dare you? The greatest crime in American history, I'm talking about American, not me as a black American, I'm talking about just America, all right? The hell if I care personally, but the greatest crime in American history. Let me tell you something. If I was the president and the greatest crime in American history was going down and we had a trial for it, I don't give a fuck if it was, I'm sorry, my apologies, uh, Dante, you can edit that. <laughs> I don't care if it was all my children. I don't care if the NBA on. I don't care if it's AEW, WWE, any reality show. Every single program will be shut off so every American, black, white, boy, girl, animal, y'all all watching this trial. Y'all all going to care about this. We are from this country. You're going to care about it. Did they do that? No, they just put it on MSNBC. You know we going to watch that anyway. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> And now here go Trump. I'm back, baby. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> he about to, yo, like, he about to win. Like, this, yes. this is bullshit. Like, this is BS. Like, I'm not even, yo, I don't, I don't want to get into it. I'm sorry. Y'all heard my, you heard my take. You heard my take. It's cool. It's cool. Well, we're, we're, we're going to get into something that I know is going yes. to be, um, is what we all want to get into. Um, so so, so please, we got please, we got these out the way. All right, listen, we waited over a year for this. I waited. I had one eye, and I'm ready. I'm, I'm, I've been waiting my whole life for this. <laughs> so I used to have like Scott Adams. Now I have black people my whole life. Now I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't... <laughs> don't you do that to me? Said <laughs> so. We waited well over a year from this. The 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 Oscar slap, Oscar gate, and all these other things that has happened, it's gone down, and the many backlashes. And we sat here on this very podcast and we broke down Will Smith's uh, New Jersey secret apartment apology, where he, you know, put all the the motivational posters in the background, and and you know the little hourglass and and that little. Thing that ticks back and forth. He had all these calming things. Wait, what's it called? Metronomes. Metronomes. Exactly. So I knew you were Amatunway, musical genius. All right. He had a poster of Dilbert in, in, in behind him, too, while he was talking. I think he was holding a, a Dilbert comic in his hand. And, <laughs> and uh, so we've been waiting for Chris Rock. Now, we, we've heard little jokes here, little references there, but we waited for this special because I think we, we called it on this podcast. We said, you know, there's going to be a special about it. You know, he's going to make a big production about it and he's going to monetize this. And he did. So... Over this past weekend, Chris Rock streamed on Netflix, got a Netflix deal where, you know, he he dropped a special called Selective Outrage, where, you know, he went, went, went did his comedy special and, you know, which was his comedy special, Chris Rock fashion. Um, but I'm just yes. going to go ahead and give my little quick review and take of it. Go ahead. Um, honestly, honestly, I fell asleep uh, during it. Um, me too. Yo, you know, mm -hmm. I fell asleep. Continue, continue um, uh -huh. and uh -huh. I woke up just in time to hear what yes. I actually wanted to hear. 
which was <laughs> doing the mm. last. Mm-hmm. And I and, and I, I ten minutes. It. it was actually like eight minutes. It wasn't even ten. Yes. It was like eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it was. It was like eight Very minutes good. and twenty four seconds to be exact. So, um, I woke up just in time where he was finishing up the Beyonce is so fine, Jay Z. If Jay Z worked at Burger King, if Beyonce worked at Burger King, that that thing. And I don't want another rapper and mm-hmm. mad at me. Listen, yes. hold on. I want to say it though, because that that line is beautiful and perfect, and men yes. understand that. He said that Beyonce could work at Burger King and she can still marry Jay-Z. Yes. Jay-Z cannot work at Burger King thinking that he would ever get Beyonce. <clears throat> That's how good it is to be, to have a woman's yes. beauty. It's the most powerful yep. thing in the world. Absolutely. Continue, sir. Continue, sir. And so he went on with um, what we wanted him to talk about, which was Will Smith and the Oscar slap and... Eh, I was underwhelmed. I was like, oh, I waited a year. For, uh, I waited a year for that. Okay. Um, a joke already leaked um, about, you know, his his uh, pleasure in watching Will Smith get whipped in the movie Emancipation where he plays a slave, which I figured that was the, the role he had to play to get back in the good graces of Hollywood. I, I, I figured whatever he does next, he would either be in a dress or he would be a slave. And he opted to be the slave, and um, yeah, so that was it. That, that's my quick one. I'm gonna lay it out here. So uh, I'm gonna go to KT. KT, you yes, you yay. said you went to sleep and you had to go back to that's watch. Because you're the most long winded one. Um, <laughs> I went to sleep. Well, for one, you know, I'm fighting off bronchitis and the meds made me sleepy so also it was another the reason not the was, actual special well it's a little combination of both um ah. <clears throat> it wasn't it wasn't giving for me i feel like comedy i was having a conversation with a friend and we were both like okay nobody's just kind of naturally funny anymore seems like everybody wants to just see who can say the most controversial thing um, or the thing that's going to cause the most headlines or whatever. And I don't know. It just wasn't, mm, it was eh for me. Um, now, when you, you got to the Will like Smith part, you, you know, yeah, I, I had a few chuckles, you know, I had a few chuckles. Um, when he went on about everybody called him a bitch and this he was a bitch and this one called him a bitch and who does he hit? He hits me, someone he knows he can beat. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. Uh-huh. And yeah. he was you know, and I was just kind of like, oh, <laughs> you know, but it just was, it was underwhelming for me. I wasn't you know, the, and the sad part is the Will Smith thing was the funniest part. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I'm I will ask you this question, and then I'm I'm just going to unleash Nas on this topic here, and I'm going to mm-hmm. let him say what he says, and then I'm going to ask him a question. Then I will have the answer. All right. So um, has Chris Rock fallen off? Because I, I remember Chris Rock being much much funnier than this recent special here. So do, do you think he 
you think he's falling off or do you think comedy has just changed or something like why why weren't you that entertained by a chris rock special that we've all been waiting for i was never like the biggest chris rock fan in the first place I knew it. I knew he's it. I knew like it. A, I knew it. Go ahead. Like keep, a, keep talking. You know, I knew he's it. He's like an acquired taste, and he was not a taste that I really acquired ever. I mean, you know, sometimes no, I think he was funnier than this before. in the past. Will you let me finish, sir? You gonna have your moment. <laughs> No, no, no. I was, I was, I was saying, I was saying, I was very nice. No, I, I like what you said. I, I'm sorry. I was just ad libbing. I was giving you the Jim Jones treatment. I apologize. Jim Jones. Jim Jones. Giving you ad libs. I was with you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Katie. I'm sorry. No, you good. Excuse me. Yeah, I just, I feel like he was definitely funnier in the past. Um, this one was kind of a letdown. It was like, oh, a little chuckle here and there, but you know, nothing that had me like splitting, you know, splitting my gut or nothing like that. Yeah, it just wasn't, it was underwhelming. Underwhelming. Okay. So I'm going to pass to if, if, if this is Jim Jones. Cause give you the Jim and Jones treatment. I'll be <laughs> Mano, so I'm gonna pass it to my fellow lobby boy, uh, Jimmy. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> that was funny. So, all right, so listen now in in classic late night flight fashion. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Chris Rock drops yes. selective outrage. Yes, yes. How many flights? Do you give this Netflix special exclusive Netflix special that the world has waited for over a year? How many flights? All right. So this is getting two flights. Two It's getting two flights. Oh, two flights. All right. In post, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do the, the ad, the, the sound effects and everything. Yep. Yes. Uh-huh. So I'm a one flight right is for, I, I, and, and I, and I got to give it to him at, at the end of the day, What'd you say? What'd you say? <laughs> she said she gonna Jim Jones you now. <laughs> yeah. You, just, just, just make sure, just make sure you ad lib on the right parts, my G. You good though. You good. You, good. you, good. you know what I'm saying? Long as, long as you there for me. You know what I'm saying? But look, hit me out. I got you. <laughs> Yo. So you welcome. I got you. So Chris Rock gets one flight for being this one of the smartest comedians in our generation. I still think the way that he formatted and presented the show was really good. Like, yes. like it, yes. it lets you know that he's one of the greatest comedians of our time. No conversation about it. Like the fact where, and we'll get to the jokes because the jokes were bad, but the fact that he always ended each joke with the rap, with a rapper and was like, but I ain't going to have one of these rappers just attack me. You know what I'm saying? Like it was, mm-hmm. that was good. Because it was bringing you to what was happening at the end, which why he gets another flight, just two flights. Because the last eight minutes, I, I gotta admit, I know everyone said it's underwhelming, and it is the show as a whole. But that last eight minutes was comedic gold. I'm sorry, that was gold. He should have started with that. If he started with that, we don't know where where this where, where this uh show would have uh, took in place. Um, 
So now that I just said that, what did you? What else you want me to do? Because I can break down all like everything. Like I can tell. Matter of fact, let me tell you why I don't like this show. Okay. First of all, first of all, Chris Rock. I know. First of all, Chris Rock was just trying to get to the end. That's all he wanted to do. He just yes. wanted. He just wanted to get to the end because the setups, although again brilliant as far as just the presentation delivery was poor. You talked about opium, which was a problem that was three or four years ago. It's not right now. You talked about the insurrection two years ago. Not right now. Talked about business, like ads that's on TV. You don't like the commercials? Look, man, you, you kind of talked about that in Bigger and Black. And when you talked about how, um, like, like I'm, I'm going to tell you one of his jokes. He said, you, you, if you're a cripple, they don't have anything for you. They'll just give you this wheelchair and tell you to roll your ass around. You know what I'm saying? Like, where I'm supposed to get this prescription from? Ikea? Like, what's this about? Like, in that time, it made sense. It's like now it's more of this is outdated. Like, you sound like a 1% Black American where only you and your 200 people that's in your tax bracket would understand what you're upset about. I was lost. Uh -huh. I was lost when you started talking about opium. I'm over here smoking weed. I'm like, yo, what's, what's this about? Like, I don't need to know about Like, I get it, but no. And then let's just get to the good stuff. Because this is where, I, yo, like, Chris Rock, again, smartest comedian, one of the smart, probably the smartest comedian I have ever witnessed. But I also witnessed someone that has just dropped from great to good. Yep. Great to good. Mm-hmm. When you tell the world that Jada Pinkett hurt you more than me, I said, yo, drop the mic right there and leave <laughs> because that's all I needed. Because yes. that was true. Right. It's like, yo, Will, Willie from Philly? And, and, and listen, do you know how I feel about this? You know I feel like this is nothing more than a Vince McMahon work. And, and, and honestly, the ending of all this, I, st I think I'm right. What did Will lose? Oh, he can't vote for Academy Award winners for the next 10 years. Who gives a fuck? I'm sorry. Who cares? Right. Right. Are you taking away my money from Ali? No, I'm still good. You're taking away my money from Hancock? No, I'm still good. You're taking away my money from I Am Legend, Independence Day, Six Degrees of Separation? No, I'm it's still good. When Chris Rock told the world, hold up. I'm wrong for what I said, but Jada Pinkett is over here talking about, I suck some loot. How did you feel about right. that? Like, this is what you, but this is the problem that we have with America because content is so free and it runs wild, all right? And what we do, whether we're podcasters, personalities, everyday people that just want to just speak their opinion, we get to have this. And when you when we have this is ours, think about it, it's like a toy. This is my toy now. And with my toy, I can do whatever I want. If I want to break He-Man's arms and throw him over the refrigerator, I can do that if I want to. And I think that's a lot of people, that's what they do. They dismantle stuff, but they don't know what they're dismantling. Like, why did we play out Chris Rock? Why did we do that? Do we even know why he did that? Because, again, he hits you with another, another bar. 
My mom and father told me don't fight in front of white people. Again, another hammer. It was like, yo, yo, the smartest comedian in the room strikes again. But it took you 48 minutes of hardcore garbage to get Mm -hmm. us there. Right. Hardcore. I'm talking about hardcore garbage. I can tell Dave Chappelle was in the corner like, I ain't write this. (laughs) I ain't write this. Right. Write this. Uh-uh. He did. He, this all him. Even the intro where he's just standing there and just waiting for the woman to like mess up his name the first time and then do it again. It was like everything was just built just for us to hear the Will Smith controversy. And my thing is, was this work? Because I'm, I'm still calling it a work. Was this fake uh-huh. setup? Was it worth all of this? Because yes, Chris Rock, you may be relevant for the next five years of your life. But you just came off with that. When I say bomb, I'm talking about like you bombed. Like it was a bad comedy show, in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? You got to realize what you're up against, Chris. Like you're going to get your career. You get to make, write your, write your BS comedy movies. I don't even say it like that because I thought Top 5 was really good. Head of yes. State was really good. Like, like Chris Rock is talented as hell as a writer, as a person behind the scenes. But what I'm saying is, the point I'm making, Dante and KT, is that he's a man that's behind the scenes. Right. Will Smith is in front of the scenes. Like everybody loves Will Smith. All Will Smith had to do was apologize and be an emancipation, and the skies is about to be the limit again for Will Smith. Yep. You just came with the wackest Netflix special that any black American has had in the last four years running. Like, did it work out for you? Because that slapped that. Like, in my opinion, if I had to pick, I think Will still won right now. Even though you yes. exposed him, you put him out, you definitely made him look like the smallest. Yo, you just, for all we know, in R&B, the, like I told you before, the 31st greatest R&B singer that's out right now probably just got a bigger penis than you and got lucky. Yep. And got lucky. And, and... You let Chris Rock, someone that has admitted now, now you can yo, only comedians can do this. I'm gonna admit, and I'm gonna say this respectfully, uh, YouTube. So you gotta you you gonna keep this one in here that I have acted like a bitch. I have not chose to hit this man back because I'm gonna tell you something right now. I'm not even no gangster. If someone slapped me in the middle of anybody, I don't care if it was white people, brown people, Spanish people, yellow, it don't matter what color it was. We having a tussle on that stage. It's yes. happening. It's ha- like it can't. It can't. You just walk fifty yards like you was Tyreek Hill in a Miami Dolphins game just to smack me. Oh no, I'm whipping that ass, dog. Yes, ain't even no conversation. If I was Will Smith, I would have just got everything I wanted. Forget the set. I would have just manhandled you. Did you put a pile driver and did some WWE shit on you? Like it. It had been something. You can't just slap somebody and just walk back to your wife who cheated on you and did all the crazy stuff anyway. Right. Like you look like a major cuckold at the end of the day. And he's still yep. and that's crazy, Chris Rock, because you just exposed a cuckold, but the cuckold is still bigger than you. The fact that you said I was I love watching him watch emancipation. I'm like, yo, you a cuckold right with him. Yep. Why are you watching this man get smacked around on em- em- Emancipation? I don't know. Like, no one watched that movie. I don't watch Apple. 
Right. And, and, and KT, and that's cool. I mean, at the end of the day, Will Smith is black American. As a talent, Will Smith is one of the dopest that ran around in the 90s and early 2000s. I'm not going to ever take away what he is as a talent. But as far as what the move that he has made the last two, three years, look, again, as a black American, don't cancel neither one of these talents. You don't cancel nobody. It's just the fact of the matter that this has given neither one of them any type of grace. No. no. I don't understand why did they do this in the first place. It doesn't help them be relevant in the next generation because all the kids going to know is, yo, those are the people that, that had that little slap fight. That little yep. TBS slap they had with they, with, they might as well they might as well get what's my man name Dana White right yo Dana mm-hmm. White just yep. go ahead do a celebrity slap fight let's see what happens you know what I'm saying that's it that's might as well can... because you 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 seen the the sport now where I don't I don't even know what it's officially called but where they literally slap each other and like that's what they should do whatever that little sport they actually call it but but they one person stands there holds his hands on whatever pillow whatever they do braces himself the other person sits there lines them up right did you see that did you see how they Why? line them up and then they just do it <laughs> oh my god yes. it's not a sport it's a spectacle you know what i mean but it's yes. like but but this is where we're at right now in 2023 like this is how we're gonna find our entertainment is it's like yo we just want something that's barbaric it don't even make sense. We just, we just want like it's for our entertainment, man. We don't went through right. a lot. We don't went through nine hours of dealing with people we don't even want to talk to on it every day. So it's like sure, okay, yeah. but it, I, it, I absolutely it, 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 agree. It was, it was a bad comedy show. I, I feel like I feel bad for Chris Rock. It was I it was too. a bad comedy show. The man, the man has no wife anymore. Like yo, like his. I was watching, I watched, I read it Facebook. A lot of people called some of the things he said cringe. And I'm laughing because I'm like, I, I I would say if you want to use the word cringe, the whole abortion thing when he was like, man, listen, I'm the king of abortions. I done had so many, I done spent hella bread on abortions. I'm like, hey, yes. oh, Chris, hey, Chris, you ain't had to say that, though. You ain't had to say that, though. You know what I'm saying? Now, but, one thing that I will shoot him some bail for, because, okay. of course, I'm on social media, and I will, and I'm, you know, reading the reactions to it. Of course it was bad, but yes. some of the, some of the comments and stuff that I saw mainly from us, what well, I, I did think was kind of stupid. Um, people taking the notion that, Oh, Chris Rock hates black women. Oh, he's attacking a black woman. And you know, th- that, that narrative, um, I thought was some BS. I thought it was stupid, but that's um, what we go. I'm saying not to cut you off. I just, I hate that though. Like, like, yeah, we're, we're we're dealing in a time where, like, yo, in the show, he mentioned who Will Smith was in the movies, and he said, "I was Pookie from New Jack City." Crowd went crazy. It's yes. like, yo, did you catch the joke though? All you heard right. was Pookie in New Jack City. I just want to just bust out, go crazy. It's kind of like the Kanye thing when he was on Drink Champs, when he was like, um. I'm here to support my brother Jay-Z with the say Everybody was like, oh, yay, that's good. But when he was talking about his angst against the Jewish community, and it was fair, it wasn't no crazy dress, y'all didn't want to listen to that. Like, right. It's the selective outrage. Like This is what, again, Chris Rock's smart as hell, smartest comedian, because he's right. Yes. 
But no one right. really cares because your presentation was so poor. You made us wait two years for this BS. And don't get me wrong, Will Smith is no better. But again, he's on a movies. You're on a stand-up special. Right. Movies. Stand-up special. There's a difference. Guess who's going to get to do a movie before someone does another stand-up special, especially after this performance? It's Will Smith. Will Smith. And and that's what what was so disappointing because I like the, like you said, I like the theme, Mm -hmm. but it just... It's the just execution. I, I like the concept. Yeah, the execution was just bad. It just wasn't good. It just <clears> was <throat> not good. And like I said, we say what we really wanted to hear. You know, it, it was the last eight minutes and twenty four seconds. And you're supposed uh, to build up to that the entire product. There was no real build up. Yeah, and it's like and, yeah, you set and it I can up. Tell that's what he wanted to do. Like you set it up with you know the rapper theme, the rapper theme all throughout, but it just wasn't executed well at all. It wasn't a build up to okay here now we got the Will Smith thing. I'm on. It just didn't give what it was. Here's what it felt like to me because you know again I fell asleep and I woke up just in time for him to start going in on, on Will Smith. So I watched it back again, of course. And as I watched it, I like it just seemed like fillers. Like like a, a tantrum type of thing. Like it, it was almost as as if he was like I don't want to say traumatized, because I think that word has been so it's so diluted these days. Everybody's traumatized with something. But it just seemed like he was just so rattled. It, it didn't seem like he was delivering well-timed, thought out, like, the execution of it. You know, it was at the point to where he even admits, oh, I messed up the joke. When mm-hmm. he was, but, but that was towards the end when he was talking about Will Smith, the concussion mm-hmm. and the emancipation. He was like, ah, oh, I fucked up the joke. Um, but just throughout the whole thing, that's just what it seemed like. Like, like it was just a rant. That's what it felt like. Like, it was just a rant to me and I, I like the concept because selective outrage you're absolutely right some people get mad about one thing but they completely ignore and, and dismiss the same thing happening somewhere else the comments that I was seeing where people was like oh he's going in on Jada he called her a bitch oh he's he hates black women I was like but in the same thing wasn't he actually fawning simping over Beyonce and Serena Williams and other black women but that's the but that's the issue right there that's the problem with the people like we yes. as the fans of the product and I hate to get all niche cuz I'm uh with me being a wrestling fan I watch how this independent wrestling community go about how they want to dictate wrestling and I'd be like yo that's a bad thing sometimes we should just sit back and enjoy what's going on take right. take in everything and then give your opinion you're only giving your opinion to something that lasted five minutes when someone gave you a 50 minute presentation that means you wasn't paying attention but this person because in the country that we're in right now everyone is held to this great standard and i get it because we're individuals but every individual isn't brilliant isn't even showing some type of common sense that would that would make me be like yo i i, I want to listen to you i understand what you're saying chris rock again smart comedian he talked about his kids like yo kids ain't all that great 
Right. Who said Kid was just brilliant and smart? No, they ain't. And he right. No, they not. But that. But it. But when I say that, understand. I'm not knocking kids. What I'm saying is, if I gave you examples of what kids will do, and I'd say, did you expect that child to do that? You'll be like, nah. I don't even. I was. I wasn't raised like that. Why this kid would do that? And that's what Chris Rock was talking about. But you didn't take a minute to open your ears and open your mind to what somebody was saying. All you saw was the person that got slapped by Will Smith. And now he done called Jada Pinkett Smith a B-word. But remember, Jada Pinkett was the one that was telling Chris Rock, yo, you need to not host because they won't give Will Smith an award or, or a nomination for concussion. And that's when Chris Rock got to look at... Right. I wasn't in a different world. What are you talking about? What am I supposed to do? Right. I live in Alpine, New Jersey. You live in LA. Like, how am I supposed... Who are you talking to? Facts. You know what I mean? So, like, like if you, if you want to watch Chris Rock, and I don't think no one will, but if you do want to watch this special, watch it to realize the timeline as far as Chris Rock, Will Smith, and Jada timeline, and you can see where Chris Rock come from, and it, you may just agree with him 100%. The problem is, again, like KT said, like I said, like Dante said, the execution was piss poor. It doesn't make Will Smith look that bad. Nope. And nope. realistically, the, the person that looks the worst is the person that no one's going to judge because it's 2023 and we don't talk bad about black women. And that's Jada. Jada is the Jezebel of all of this. I'm sorry. Yes. It's the truth. Yes. We all see it. But I'm not. But even I, that saw new root, is not going to sit here and talk bad about Jada Pinkett Smith. I don't need to. That's not my woman. That's not my wife. But we know who's the one who put all this together. Yes. Yes. That's all I'm going to say. Manipulating the strings. It, it was yes. a, a, um, a statement I made just regarding Jada because Will Smith got up there after he slapped Chris Rock and then he accepted his award and then he was all teary-eyed and he was like, you know, Denzel told me, you know, whenever you are... Um, about the shine or something like that. The devil is always present or something mm -hmm. like that. And I was like, well, the devil wasn't uh, in the situation. The devil was sitting beside mm. you because that's because he seemed like he was fine. And then one look from Jada and, oh, I got to do something. That's what it looked like to me. It's almost as if. Oh, my bad. No, my bad. Ad lib. Sorry. No, I was just going to say it's almost as if. He never even thought about any type of prenuptial agreement when he married Jada Smith. Like nothing. Like I wonder what that contract looked like if they ever got divorced. Right. Because listen, I'm sorry. Listen, man, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, yo. KT, let me ask you something. I'm, I'm being honest. You a woman. If you treated me like this, like the way Jada treated Will these last, let's say, five years, and I say I want a divorce and I give you papers, you gonna you gonna fight me over that? Mm -mm. Okay. Now, mind you, you said no, and that's fine. Jada will fight yeah, you I over that. Jada would yes. fight. Yeah. Like, like she needs the estate, but at the same time, I feel like she probably also, even though she's fighting it, it's more of like on some house of cars, on some listen, listen, Will, listen. I get it. I get it. Look, I get it. But do you really want to lose more than half of what you have? 
especially in the public, like the public image of you right now, like I will take all of this. Yep. Like all of this. Yo, didn't they didn't you just make Suicide Squad? And then they put Idris album of it and they found out that Idris was better than you? Do you want people to find out that you're not as good as an actor as what you think you are? And you're like, man, I was... What are you talking about? I, I can get it any movie I want. But now while Jonathan Majors and Michael B. Jordan running <clears> around <throat> and Lakeith Stanfield, who's, in my opinion, as far as just theater style, better actor than you will. Daniel Kaluuya, better, mm-hmm. than, better actor than you right now. Jonathan Majors, <laughs> better actor than you. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to miss your spot. Because right now, you're, like, you're with Denzel and Morgan Freeman. Like, you're in that, like, that's you. So it's you, Jamie Foxx, Denzel, Morgan Freeman. Y'all don't get roles like I used to, except for Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman get anything. He get anything he wants. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. He, only, he only wakes up for work. Mm-hmm. All right? Oh, what? I got to do Red 3? All right. Let me get dressed. That's because he doesn't you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> word is, hey. <laughs> We don't get into that. We don't get into that. That man, again, he's 170 years old. He has lived through what white people have done to us. He's just trying to, he just wants people to get along. All right. He's just done. He's done. Can I, I at think, least I before I die? He's immortal. He is the Highlander. And I, no he, one will convince me otherwise. He's been old all He could life. be a vampire. I'm convinced. I think he didn't lean on me when he was 81 years old, but nobody want to um, listen to that when I say that. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, y'all there was old as hell, and then, but yo, you know what's funny though? If you're 65 years old and you do a movie 20 years later, right? You're 85. It's like, yo, but I was 65 when I did this. You like, get the out of here! Like, yo, you gotta be kidding me! You was old then. You was old then, and you killing it. The man did a movie called Bucket List and that was 15 years ago. He's still alive, yo. Like, this man is a vampire, yo. I'm sorry. He a vampire, yo. Jack, Jack, Nicholson, Jack Nicholson is not even in the public eye anymore. Like, he's on his way out. He's just waiting. He's just in the house with a bucket of vodka chilling. You know what I'm saying? You, you Morgan Freeman is still doing movies. You barely see Jack out. Nicholson at the Laker games anymore. That, that, that's how out of sight he is right now. He don't even be at the Laker what? games that much anymore. Let Snoop take the seat. You know what I'm saying? He don't care. <laughs> Dude, on his way out. You know, he's just holding on towards the Academy Awards, just waiting. Just like, I'm about to be out soon. <laughs> man. Man, that is. Yeah, man. So, you know, this, and this is for both of you guys. What's next for Chris Rock? Like, what, what can Chris Rock do? Like, because for me, I feel like he, he needs to rebound from this. Because here's what I would do. If I was Will Smith, yeah, I would respond, and oh, I Will would Smith? respond. Yes, if if I was yeah. Will Smith, now Will Smith hasn't responded. I, I, Jada doesn't need to respond. Of course, I I feel that she would respond. Mm-hmm. I see her respond. I don't think she first. would. Mm-hmm. I think so. I don't just, think just just based I, I on the you. fact that mm-hmm. you know black women. Hopped all on Twitter was like, "Oh, Chris Rock is punching down on black women. Oh he hates gosh. black women." I'm sorry, on, but on that trope. And I was like, "I yeah. that that irritates me. I do. I, it does. It, it it just irked me. I'm to, a black woman, like like okay. And I'm I'm really yes, you are. I really feel like the sensitivity is just really really." overkill right now 
Like you find every situation that they can to say, oh, you're bashing black women. And, you know, in some cases I do feel like, oh, okay, you, yeah, you hate black women and that's not cool. But I mean, that's you. And I can't, I can't do anything about how you feel or, you know, what you think you do, what you want to do. You say what you want to say. That's your opinion. That don't have nothing to do with me because I know who I am, but I don't know. I just, a lot of times, sometimes with these little situations, anything that somebody says that might have a somewhat negative connotation Oh, they they hate black women and they're bashing black women and I'm like, okay, y'all y'all taking it a little too far, okay? Doing too much. Well, th- this is where I have to agree with you know, the criticism of the quote-unquote woke culture because and why to me this screams this screams victimhood. This is where I see victimhood because it's like you see yourself and you're constantly putting yourself in the position that you are helpless, hopeless, weak, and defenseless. And j- because just the phrase, because I'm, I'm, I'm going to read a tweet. Um, I should say the person who did it, but it's not like they're really relevant. Chris Rock punching down on black women. And I'm like, but that would mean you're putting yourself as black women in a place of weakness uh hopelessness helplessness like like you're that you need to be coddled and and it's like but he just told jokes he was telling jokes it gives me the same energy of the lgbtq Mm -hmm. saying oh dave Chappelle is punching down Mm -hmm. because punching down is an lgbtq term and so i see that um as again, black people walking side by side with the LGBTQ and kind of using the same thing and black people are being put as the face of this, specifically black women. And it it irked me because all I saw, all I saw was this another tweet. Say, I hate this type of famous black man. And he mentioned Dave Chappelle, Kanye, now Chris Rock, mm-hmm. who believes that being a contrarian is trendy. All he did was prove he hates black women. Um, and so on and so on with these tweets. And this one dude, and all of these are like, quote unquote, um, blue check people, even though, you know, you can just pay $8 and you get your blue check. This one dude was like, Chris Rock called Jada Pinkett Smith a bitch. And said Megan uh, Megan played the race card, punching down on black like punching down, punching. Okay, all right. Let me y'all shut up. Just like for me, just they got like, a platform. That's the thing. They got a platform. Yeah. They got people that follow them. You know what I mean? So they can they can build their narrative, build their agenda, yeah. say whatever, and then those people are going to say yes to it, agree to it, and then you know the cycle continues. And so it was, so one tweet that I, that I saw that I, I agreed with, um, basically was like, y'all know this, the tweets that y'all doing and the opinion y'all, y'all have, you're doing nothing but proving Chris Rock, right? So 
laugh my ass off. Everyone talking about Chris Rock's performance and can't get over the Jada and Megan diss prove his point about selective outrage. He tore into everyone, which he did. Mm-hmm. Democrats, Republicans, younger generations, the baby boomers, whites and blacks. He called white people crackers on national television, but y'all not talking about that though. Again, y'all proving the right with selective outrage. And I'm like, which he did. He honestly, when I watched it back and he said, I'm going to try not to, uh, what do you say? I'm going to try. Is it not to get canceled or not to offend anybody or something like that? Right, and then right. he basically that. Yeah. Like I'm not, I'm, I'm trying not to offend anybody, but then, you know, of course he proceeded to, you know, basically jab, give everybody a jab. Everybody got a jab, you know? Right. Not, but it was, that's what I'm much. saying. And that's, and that's yeah. the problem. And that's the problem with comedy today is, is, they are they should be allowed to do jabs, uppercuts, overthrows, bolos, whatever. Yes. Be, like that's what they're supposed to do. They're supposed to say the things that we're not supposed to say. Right. Or that we're afraid to say. And Chris Rock, and maybe that's a part of the presentation that I didn't like. It was I thought he didn't go hard enough. I agree. He may spoke of these things, but it was just jabs. It wasn't even that serious. Yes. Like nothing was that serious. Yo. You talked about OJ. Yo, I ain't even going to lie. The OJ sh- was very outdated, even though I liked the Robert Kardashian. It was it, like, it was, it was, it was, uh, as the women would say, cute. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was cool. But the fact that when you hit me with the, yo, OJ killed two white people, that's a different type of black excellence. It was like, yo, okay, I see where this is going, but he couldn't, you know, he could, of course, he can't dive into that. Yeah. And I'm not asking him to dive into it. I'm just saying, you that level of rawness that was there, why you just couldn't keep that going for 50 minutes? Because you were you used to be great at that. Exactly. And you didn't do that. You just kept you, you didn't put the, the the pedal, you know, you didn't you didn't put the foot on the people neck. You just let it up because you've been you've been ostracized the last two years, where now is oh my God, you talked about Jada Pinkett. Why did you do that? You shouldn't talk about people, Chris Rock. And he like, what? You know, I, if it was me, if I was Chris Rock, I'd be like, what'd you say, bitch? I'm a comedian. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you gotta, you gotta, it's my job to talk sh- about what's going right. on in pop culture, no matter what. It's if you job. gave me a set right now, I'm talking about Aerie Spears and Tiffany Haddish for like nine minutes. I'm giving it to you. Yeah. And so that, and what you gonna say, yeah, Tiffany? Because that's not a good look. That whole Aerie Spears, yeah. Tiffany Haddish thing. Oh my gosh! You know what I'm saying? Like I can, and I just felt like those are some of the some of the topics that Chris Rock could have dove into, instead of just being so broad and generic. Where it was like, I'm going to air out some black people laundry. I'm going to still air out white people laundry, and I'm going to talk about opioids. I'm going to talk about uh the insurrection. It was like yo, you talked about everything that was 2020, 2019. Right. Talk about some stuff that's mm-hmm. right now. You know what I'm saying? Talk about what we see in cancel culture in 2023. Like, yo, you talked about the woke stuff. That's where the black people think you was talking about. Like, yo, I get it. But at the same time, the presentation sound very, uh, what's that uh, white sister's name with the, with the fur now? Like the, the female Trump? Marjorie mm-hmm. Green? Marjorie Taylor Green. Whatever. Yeah. Her? Yeah. Like, it came like, honestly, I feel like it came off like she wanted to, like, like you just said something that she would say. Look, racially, as a black American, I don't, in today's climate, you can't be just agreeing or sounding like you're agreeing 
with some white people that's not even down with the interracial setting of America. I'm sorry. When you're black and you're talking about how we're too woke to do, don't use the word woke. You can just say aware. Don't say woke. Uh Because when I heard the last Republican National Convention and one of the white dudes called people a woke-topian, I said, ayo, ayo. Cancel that word. Get this thesaurus out this mother effing hand. Get this thesaurus out this mother effing hand. How dare he make a word called woke woke topian? Yep. Like, is that is that bad for white people when people start being aware of what's going on and realize the struggle and the the setback that has happened to a group of people in this country and they're willing to make amends? I mean. The, the the greatest amends, of course, would be reparations, but we know they ain't gonna get that. But they're trying to do something. <laughs> they're trying to do something. You know, well, saying? according to Scott like, Adams, yo, he he's helping. I, I don't know how he's helping, but Scott Adams, he, he ain't. <laughs> and, and that and, and that and that's the way to have the white people that act like they're down with black people, but turn around and really are not. Is right. for them. It's it's the Scott Bannon treatment. It's like yo, how does how is Scott? Is, oh, Scott Bannon. I'm sorry, Steve Bannon. How is Steve Bannon a thing in America in 2023? If you guys have found a way to calm down David Duke, matter of fact, David Duke got a full-fledged house in America. Like that, that's let me know right now there's some BS going on. How can yep. a grand wizard who is a part of a team that have bombed black churches, black box, um, blocks, I'm sorry, black neighborhoods? How does he have a full-fledged home with a mortgage? Yep. That can't happen. Nope. Can't happen. But it's happening. But it's happening. But it's happening. Y'all don't like... White people got tired of Twitter and TikTok? They got some shit called Parlor. What the... What the... Is that? Yep. Salon tried to pull out Black Planet. We dissed the shit out of that. We said, nah, We dissed it. Yeah, we dissed it. We did. We dissed it. But we're gonna put that to the sky like the cranes, baby. But, but with that said, you you, you want to know the black equivalent? You you're a guy. You're a guy. And we we'll we'll dive more into this in the next episode. But you're a guy, Tyler Perry is about to buy BET. It's oh, <laughs> about to buy BET. You know what? No, 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 no. Let me tell you something. You know, you know who is not a fan of Tyler Perry. You uh-huh. know who's not a fan of Tyler Perry. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Tyler Perry, you go ahead and go get that, boy. You yeah. go ahead and go get that channel. You go, because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, yep, it is. So, and he and he he does speak a black American message. Whether I like it, that's, you know, whatever, that's subjective. But he's a black American. He speaks a black American truth. If he gets to Bob BET, that is a win of wins. Yeah, I will never talk owned. bad about your typewriter. Yeah, Say it again. it'll be black owned. Exactly, it'll be black owned. You know what I'm saying? And all you got to do for me, bro, if you do that, you hire two people. You hire Issa, me, Issa, and you hire Quinta. And I'll, I'll be quiet. I'll see how yep. this goes. You know what I'm we'll saying? See That's how all you got to do. Exactly. And we'll see how it go. Get them two on board. But yeah, I, I, I read that and I was like, okay, I, I, I see it. But like I said, regardless of how you feel about Tyler Perry, but yeah, he's, he's in, in conversations to buy Paramount's majority stake in BET. Which would make him the majority o- the owner of BET, and that includes BET, VH1, and <laughs> BET Plus. <laughs> That's the <laughs> All right, let's so do yeah. it. <laughs> That's, 
I'm like, oh, there's still BET Plus? I thought they did away with that. But hey, buy it. Get it. Do that. Do that. But uh, I, I will extend the request to two more entities. Yes, hire Issa, hire Quinta, then hire the late night flight, <laughs> then hire Talk My Credo. That's all. Okay. Because because BET needs their 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 black late night daily show or whatever you call it. You like your 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 John Stewart type shows. Yeah, holler at us. Holla That's at right. Us. And if you and if you did and if you did get tall ass Martin Lamont Hill, I'm fucking him up on site. I'm sorry, and, I don't yes, mean to curse. Yep. Nope, Martin Lamont ass is mine, you're going down. All right. But, <laughs> You're going down. Wait, but well, your ass ain't mine. You know what I'm talking about. But you, right, you're going right, down. Right. Yeah, yeah, you're going down. You're going down. Because you can't. Yeah, because because women think he's sexy. So if I say your ass is mine, they're gonna be like, "Excuse me." Like, no, exactly. no, I'm knocking you out, Mark Lamont. <laughs> Some women like this man. Some women think this man is like, 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 like that. Yeah, like, like white version of Anderson Cooper. Yes, yes, for whatever reason. Like I mean, that's what it is. I don't and they think he's listen. smart, so I, I, I don't know what's happening over here. Now <laughs> that, now, yo, listen. I'm talking shit. I'm talking shit. Let's not do that. Uh, he, he, I, I love his content when it comes to, like, black issues, but he just leans a little too left for me. Like, when you try to argue that men can have babies and men can get pregnant. Like, come on, Mark, man. That'd be that. That'd be that TV. That'd be that TV stuff. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, and I'm like, come on, oh, man. man. Oh, come man. on, listen, bro. Alright, y'all. Listen, listen. I, I just be like Chris Rock and you hang out with trans women, all right? Because you yes. sounded real crazy. Like <laughs> right. Exactly. It's like it just like you. You seem like you. You know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, I don't want to punch you down. <laughs> you deal with the women that's that's your height, huh, Mark? Okay, I see you. Yeah, I see you. I see you. Always got to have a cancellation (laughs) moment. Got to. Always. What? Well, listen, I'm going to say something right here. Mark Lamont Hill is not anybody that can cancel this show. I'm saying that right now. Mark Lamont. Listen, Mark, you're you're a decent man, okay? But you're on Buzzsprout, okay? Go fuck yourself, all right? Go cut it. Ain't nothing you can do. You can just be calm, all right? Ain't nothing you can do, bro. Relax. It's all good. Yeah. It's all good. And yeah, make all right, man. We get the body. We get the body here, man. Listen. Listen, man. We we in this thing. You know what I'm saying? Very dope, dope, dope conversation. Dope episode. Listen, y'all do us a favor, do us a solid. If you enjoyed the content, be sure to share it. If you didn't like it. Share it. You know what I'm saying? Leave us a review. That helps us a lot. Um, if you own YouTube, be sure to like, share, comment, subscribe. All that good stuff. It is my homegirl, KT. My homeboy. People really don't say homeboy. So let, let me, let me. I don't know. That sounds a little zesty. My guy. Zesty. Alright, fuck it. Alright, KT. Nasu Nuru. Share me, your boy Dante. This is the Talk My Credo Podcast, episode 102. Stay fly, stay blessed. Until next time, peace out, y'all.